2: One o'clock hour here on a Red Friday. Red Friday is brought to you by ComCare. Call or text 988 for 24-7 mental health support. Here in about 10 minutes, we're expected to hear from Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey. You won't miss that. We'll make sure we head out to Arrowhead as soon as they step up at the podium. We'll get maybe some final word on how the injuries are trending for the game. And uh, Travis Kelsey, who, of course, uh, has been playing phenomenally here in the postseason, trying to get to another Super Bowl and add to his legacy. We're talking Mahomes' legacy, but there is still the in-legacy of Travis Kelsey, who, yes, of course, first ballot Hall of Famer, but uh, how close can he get to Jerry Rice on these postseason records and all that? I wonder if someone will ask him about that again coming up in 10 minutes or so. You guys can interact with us, 913-586-7610. We'll still get to our game predictions later on. Um, Before we go to Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey, if you're not in Kansas City or Baltimore, my guess is the biggest story you're talking about today is probably the fact that Bill Belichick looks like will not be a head coach next year in the NFL. Is going to sit out at, or just retire, one of the two. I don't know if he'll come back next year. But the Falcons hire Raheem Morris. His second go-around, he gets an opportunity. He's done a nice job with Sean McVay out in L.A. And so the Falcons ultimately, after doing two interviews with with Bill Belichick, decided to go in a different direction. Which, if you look at Bill's resume, despite how you feel the last few years have gone, It is still a pretty stunning thing to imagine that nobody wants him. I mean, that that is wild to think. We know the reasons. You know, maybe he wants a little too much control. Uh, The last three or four years certainly have not been great post Tom Brady. And the age element, which I'll I'll defend the age part real quick. That I don't get, even though he's older than Andy. Coaches get turned over so quickly in the league anyway. So, like, you can't be like, well... We Might be
3: not, three years we, if you hire a 27-year-old. Yeah, like, w-
2: you win with whoever you hire, and if you're like, well, it didn't, he's retiring in three years, or we're firing the other guy in three. Most coaches are fired after two or three years. They they just churn them out.
3: I never understood the age part, but I do understand the concerns on Bill Belichick, and yet, still, I'm surprised <laughs> he didn't get a job. I mean, he's got six Super Bowl titles, and a million division titles, a million... He's got... 13 AFC title game appearances. I just assumed someone would give him a job. I think about half the jobs were eliminated just because they had other plans from the beginning, right? Antonio Pierce was keeping the Raiders job. Okay. Harbaugh instead of Belichick is not crazy to me. You had your own mind. You wanted this guy. Sure. The Patriots was an opening, but not for him. You know, some of the obvious things that eliminate a few of the teams. But the Falcons, like Raheem Morris is more than deserving of a job. But they sat down and interviewed, like, it seems fairly obvious now. They sat down and they were seriously considering Bill Belichick. Definitely. And they were down to probably Raheem Morris and Bill Belichick. And they chose Raheem Morris instead of the single most successful coach in NFL history. And I think I think some of it is what Mike Greenberg said on Get Up This Morning. I think it is this, not even just the normal power struggle, we think, but the fear of what it means if you let, I think, like the fox and the head ass, when you let That kind of personality coming to your building where you have control, what does that mean?
1: But I think what's going on, at least in part here with Bill Belichick, is that the National Football League, like anything else, I guess, is kind of a bit of Game of Thrones. And there are people who are very entrenched in their positions in some of these organizations that don't want to give away or lose the authority or the power that they currently wield in their organizations. And they know if Bill Belichick walks in, that's exactly what's going to happen.
3: I mean, I think that that's part of it, right? It's not even just the, the things we would say, like, we don't want him to be the GM, Cold For most of these interviews, including the one with the Falcons, he wouldn't technically be the GM. But what was he saying in those interviews? He's probably be like, well, I want full control of the 53-man roster, right? Because how does a man like that have to justify his interview thing other than I guess you want to make sure that he's not going to go the olden times with the way he's coaching football? But I mean, it wasn't that long ago he was seemingly more than up to date on where this team was based on their winning? I, I the last four years has really sunk him.
2: It definitely has. It's changed the perception. It's the re, you know it's the reverse career arc, if you will, of where Andy Reid is at. And that's why I think the door is now opened for when it's all said and done, and Andy has work still to do. How many rings? Uh, I think he needs to get. Well, Pete said four, probably four. Um, the wins are going to be. Potentially in his favor on the Mahomes with Mahomes without Mahomes versus with Brady without Brady. Andy Reid's already up. What was this? we gave the number earlier? He's he's well above five hundred.
3: One eighty two um, and one twenty three of all time without Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and and so that is a huge About
2: That's without. a huge deal for Andy Reid. I, I think when the dust settles, public perception. Fair or not, is going to be that Andy Reid had a better career. I really think there's a chance that that's where people are at because a lot of people have recency bias on how things end. It did not end well for Belichick's career the way it looks, and for Andy, whether he retires in two years or five years, he's going to be winning eleven plus games a year. He's going to go to probably at least two more Super Bowls, maybe win another ring or two, like. That's where he's at and I think there will be a strong argument to be made not to mention he doesn't have a cheating scandal still in his past and I know None. patriot fans will get triggered by anybody that says that but it's just reality I'm sorry one coach did have some cheating allegations
3: going on in his tenure the the fact that they've both have made 44 different uh, point percentages yeah. but they both have made 44% of the time they make the conference title game same for both but Andy but but Andy did that four times with Donovan McNabb like I mean he you know he was rolling out a completely different level of quarterback and still found a way to do it not that McNabb was bad McNabb is better than Mac Jones or I <laughs> yes, don't know whoever yes, the he hell <laughs> whoever the hell uh, the quarterback was for Cleveland but then it's also hard because the GM part of this matters too because they were both in charge of their rosters at that time
2: thinking of Andy Reed he's at the podium a little early today let's go out there
4: um, with the next spasm didn't practice today uh, Sky Moore Derek Nottie and Joe Tooney. Um, Everybody else worked. Look forward to the challenge of playing the Ravens again. Um, We know, you know, obviously we know they're very well coached and good football team. So um, look forward to going down there after a good week's work and uh, having a good game. With that, time's yours. Um, the, the pain isn't the – that's not the issue. It's just being able to function with it, yeah. Have you ruled him out yet? Um, there's a chance. we we'll just have to – what? Ninety-two him Yeah. Uh, they'll put it out. I, I haven't had a chance to meet with Rick and do all that, so.
2: Coach, I know you
5: try to keep even keel throughout all of this stuff. <clears throat> you get a feel for your team right
4: now kind of where they are emotionally ready for this game yeah the, you know the you're you're down to two teams right so um, uh, they're they're excited to go play they know they're a good football team and excited to, for the challenge you know that's what that's why we all do this thing so Anything else? That's good. appreciate you for the light load there.
2: Okay, that was quick. Uh, what's notable out of that is Willie Gay, Sky Moore, Derek Naughty, Joe Tooney did not practice for the Chiefs. Uh, Andy was asked, like, is anybody ruled out, and maybe find out later. <laughs> so uh, we don't, we don't. It know doesn't for matter sure.
3: to the regular. I understand it doesn't matter to you, the listener. But like, are you kidding? I haven't met with Rick. You know what? You know if they're playing or not. What are we doing here? Yeah, exactly. you could just say yes or no. Right, right. It's right. fine. Yeah, you don't have to make it hard, Andy. You can just say yes or no. It's fine.
2: That's all right. Well, because the reason why you're saying it that way, Cody, uh, and I'm with you, is that here in about, I don't know, an hour and a half, all of a sudden, they'll tweet out the injury reports. It's like, you're talking, you know, whatever. But um, (laughs) Willie Gaze is the interesting one, again, because he practiced yesterday in limited fashion and was not able to follow it up with the practice today. Now, I don't think they're going to rule him out. My guess is he'll be listed as questionable, don't you?
3: I think the neck is probably just like a, a borderline snap to snap. I think there's a chance Sunday morning wakes up, Nick neck feels loose and he's out there on the field. But for how long is it? A quarter? Is it a half? Is it five plays? Is it 50 plays? I think you will never feel comfortable that Willie Gay is going to complete this game on Sunday. You should probably just plan on like, what does the lineup look like? And what do the rotations look like without him? I think you got to listen. Okay. I think
2: he's listed as questionable and yeah, he gives it a go on, on Sunday and see, you know, if he's able to play more than a quarter or two, like we saw against the Buffalo Bills. Joe Tooney, Andy, I thought was important when we was asked about the question, is it just a pain tolerance thing or is it a functionality? And he's like, no, it's the pain's not really the problem. It's functionality. That means to me it's less likely that he's playing on Sunday. If it was, hey, find a way to th- play through the pain, then you're good. I would say it's more likely he could just toughen it out, like we've talked about all week. If the functionality is not there due to the pec strain, well, then he can't, you know, then that's more likely to actually where he's not playing in this game.
3: Yeah, I think so. But again, the way he's talking about Tooney is the same way. I think Nate and Pete and other guys, I don't think Tooney's playing. Tooney's out. That's what I'm saying.
2: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I'm, I'm agreeing with you. The way everyone's talking, it seems like he's out. Willie Gay will be a game time decision. Pacheco's probably fine. Yes. I know Pete cast a little doubt on that earlier when he had said, well, you know, is it the same workload? I don't know. I think they're just being careful. He's been hurt, dinged up pretty much the entire two years he's been a pro. He had off-season surgery. He he was going into the Super Bowl hurt last year. It didn't stop him from being a major contributor to the way. I think it's just they know with his running style and the way he plays, he can't practice as much during the week sometimes. Toe hurts a little bit. Sit down, Isaiah. Do the walkthrough. We'll see you in a couple of weeks or see you in a couple of days get loose before Sunday and then we'll ratchet this thing back up. That is probably we're going to find out. They got right some like
2: now. special shoe for Isaiah Pacheco for Sunday's game or something like that. You know, that's what's
3: going to happen. I did really like that full day when they were showing all those videos of him running. And it's like, it looks like he's trying to fight the ground. It looks you know, like every single one of those runs like a cartoon villain. They were all very good at that time. He's just such a massively, he's an even more important player in this game to me than Willie gay And I understand Willie Gay's importance as it relates to their ability to slow down or stop Lamar Jackson, but they need Pacheco. Like, him being out on the field is more important to me. I will hope that Willie Gay's neck loosens up in the next two days. And he makes it sound like it just might be the way he sleeps. Like, you know, you just don't know (laughs) when it's, like, that stiff. You just don't – getting it right is kind of difficult. That's it. Yeah, I I think –
2: the good news is when you're looking at the news on the entry front, is once again, there's no temptation to try to throw out Sky Moore or anything like that. Now, right. Kadarius Tony has practiced, he's been practicing. So Kadarius Tony could still actually be active
3: on Sunday. Um, <laughs> What's a Kadarius Tony anytime touchdown going for?
2: I'm not betting that.
3: I'm not betting that at all. What, what? What is it? Like 10 to 1?
5: I don't even know if it's on the board. I'm looking on FanDuel right now.
3: Yeah, you can find out. I just.
2: I still would trust McColl over Kadarius Tony, and by the way, neither are great options. But I still would
3: trust Hardman. Well, McColl almost got in the end zone last week, so that uh, I don't know adds a little bit of question to it. Kadari-
5: it- Kadarius Tony is plus nine hundred anytime.
2: He's got better odds than Noah Gray and yeah, and, 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 and Richie James. James. Yeah. Oh, excuse
3: me. Nope. Yeah. Nope. 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 That's not it. That's not the bet.
2: Are you kidding me? Yeah, we'll do our we'll do our game predictions, and during maybe a little bit different during our game predictions, we'll also mention a couple bets that we like uh, to go along with it later on um, for some for some props. But yeah, Kadarius like, Tony better odds than McColl. They must think he's flying. I don't know. Here's the thing, though if he's a, if he if they rule him inactive, then they just take it off the board. So like for them, it's no harm for them. They can list him with better odds than McColl, and if he's inactive, it's not a big deal.
3: Yeah, and it's not a big deal for you, I guess, yeah, if you're determined out. to think that Kadarius yeah. Tony is actually making a bet let's look at the other side for a minute while we wait for travis kelsey we know that the nfc title game matters if the chiefs win especially at two o'clock we'll be locked into that game because it is the possibility of who is it that we're going to see in this game i understand i i'll be honest my confidence was shaken a little bit based on the 49ers performance last week and i am still really hung up on the i don't know what it is brock purdy is going to be come postseason time He's played in three postseason games. One was last year in the divisional round that they won. He was then injured and played in like a quarter and then came back in after he was hurt in the title game. Okay, that's two. And then one game last week where he was not particularly good. He got way outplayed by Jordan Love. I think this game, I'd like, from a betting perspective, I'd take the Lions, but I'll be honest. We're doing game predictions for the Chiefs in a minute. I'm picking the Lions to win this game. I think they're going to the Super Bowl. I don't think they've been the better team all year, but I think they're winning this game. Kyle Shanahan's a great coach. Dan Campbell's done a great job. I just feel like golf in clean weather, in good conditions, and Amon Ross, St. Brown, are going to take advantage of it. I like the Lions actually win the game.
2: Yeah, I think they can cover. You know, I, I think they can cover the seven and a half as far as winning it outright. I, look, everybody's down on the 49ers. They don't look as dominant. And the the public money is all on the Lions, by the way, which always scares me a, a, a little bit. Uh, in this, like, are are people overreacting to what was maybe a first half of Russ where Brock Purdy was overthrowing guys and just didn't look sharp whatsoever, and they were fortunate to beat the Green Bay Packers. That that's what we all saw with our eyes, and that might be the correct observation in terms of what what leads into a loss against the Lions, or was it again just a just a Rus factor, and then the Forty ers are going to be good to go? I think. You know the the Debo injury is is even if he, is he even if he's play I haven't seen I haven't. I think he's still questioning. I, him. I haven't been. Yeah, following he was their limited stuff, in yeah. practice
3: yesterday. If, if he
2: doesn't play, that's even a bigger problem for them. If he does play, is he limited at all? The one thing that's really stopped, One thing that's stopped the 49ers are these injuries, and you know even Chris McCaffrey he plays, but is he going to be out a couple snaps so they work on his thigh because they've had to do that a few times. You know as. I, I wonder that I, I like the lions to cover. I do think the 49ers still win. I would love the lions to make the super bowl for the fact that it could be chiefs and lions. That'd be phenomenal. And every, truly everybody against the chiefs would be,
3: Oh, lions, that's already the case. Now um, Have you seen like the maps would be like, which every state, yeah. which team, every state's rooting for to win the super bowl. It's Kansas, Missouri rooting for the chiefs. Literally everyone else is rooting for the lions Go the lions, baby. And then there's just like that, like one, like even California wasn't 49ers. Even it was blue for the Lions. There wasn't even enough, at least on that end.
2: Jared got the the weird stat this week has been the Lions haven't played outdoors since October, which is the way the schedule worked. They play in a Dome. They play other teams Mm -hmm. that are in a Dome. The weather itself is not why, like it's not a cold 70 and seven. Yeah. It's going to be beautiful in Santa Clara. He plays different on grass than, than turf. It's more that than, Oh, it's going to be bitter cold. That's not a factor. Like in a, in a dome, just in a dome, Jared Goff's numbers. uh, He's a one Oh four rating 23 touchdown, eight interceptions outdoors. All of a sudden it's seven touchdowns to four on grass. Jared Goff, five touchdowns, four picks. It's not even just like, Oh, is it bitter cold? It's just, he plays a little bit better on a turf atmosphere that is playing service than, uh, Thin grass, but go Lions. It's, a, it's a fun little stat this week that is kind of interesting 27 20 Lions, 27 20. So you think they
3: win by seven, too? So you, well, you, I'm not did. whoa, I, I think they win like 28 27. Like, I think it's
5: this to is one of the those. G- I think but I may- like the Lions. It'll be really interesting because I, and uh, I was getting my haircut yesterday and they had on the Packers and 49ers game and just watching Aaron Jones. The way that he was able to run against the Niners, that's not David Montgomery's sort of style. It's more Jameer Gibbs. I think Jameer Gibbs has a big game. Yep. And I think he's it, come
3: on late. They found a role for him finally.
5: Yeah, they, they they figured him out. But also Sam Laporta, I think he's healthy. I mean, he's yeah. been wearing the brace. Yeah. He seems to be totally good to go. I, I mean, I think the Lions are playing with, with house money in a way where they, they're not supposed to be there in the first place. The way that I picture it is a lot like the Bengals run in 2021 where – they were—they're not supposed to be out of nowhere. They—they they just come alive, and they are. Everybody's rooting for them, and they get to go up against the big team. And I, I think that they—they they can do it. I mean, they definitely have a chance to to win. I think anybody counting them out would be—that'd
2: be foolish. But. I, I do think Brock Purdy settled in as the game went on. Someone on the text line is, is valid point. The the last drive, when it mattered most, Brock Purdy made all the throws. That's true. He Jordan did. Love didn't. Brock Purdy did. That's why they, that's, that's why the Niners are still alive uh, in, in this game. It should be. I think it'll be a high-scoring game, don't you guys think? This will be another. The, the Lions give up some big plays. I do think the Lions' offense is good enough to still exploit sure. the 49ers' defense. So I could see that game being like a 34-31, 34-28.
3: I do think it's interesting to be like, hey, the 49ers have been there so many times. It is easy to forget that Jared Goff has already been here. I just, I want to like, yeah. maybe not the rest of the yeah, Lions One other team. time.
2: Yeah, one other time.
3: I know, but Brock Purdy's been in the Super Bowl about, zero times. I think times. they're talking
2: about Kyle Shanahan, the system, right? Kyle, sure. Th- that's what they're talking about. The last Super
3: Bowl run, it wasn't it wasn't all Debo and I, it wasn't all these guys, right? It was, I, Ayuk wasn't on no, the roster was the last Bosa time. Was Kittle there. was there. Kyle Shanahan's the big part here. Yeah. They had a few part. Yeah, they did. And Trent Dan Williams. Campbell, I understand. There's, yeah. a, there's, I'm not saying they had yeah. zero players. I'm just saying, like, I guess
2: Trey Williams wasn't there. But.
3: The, most important, no, he wasn't. the most important position, quarterback, Jared Goff actually has more experience in these big games than Brock Purdy does. Brock Purdy's played a couple of playoff games. And look, his roster is better. The Lions' defense is suspect to the pass. I'm not denying some of the problems they're going to have in guarding or defending San Francisco. But the, San Francisco is not immune to what everyone else has been immune to this year, or that nobody's been immune to this year, which is a stretch of football in which... You look just as human as literally anyone else. They have been this unstoppable force for 18 consecutive games. You're like, no doubt about that. Sure. The Ravens, the 49ers, the Chiefs, the Lions, they've all had these stretches in the season where you're like, something's wrong and something's off and you're not playing good. You're not playing well. And I feel like that's what I saw last weekend of the 49ers, a team that was out of sync. And maybe you're right. Maybe getting that game under their belt, finding a way to scrap one across the Packers, snaps them back into force. But maybe not. Maybe they're just going through another stretch this season. Yeah, they are not playing I, good football. Look,
2: I hope I care about this game. You know my philosophy for this one. I, ho- I hope I care. If the Chiefs lose, my interest level is very, very little. If it'll be on in like the back, it'll be on in the background. It'll be on in the background, and I'll make some stupid bet because I'm pissed off. That's what'll happen. Okay. Uh, otherwise, if the Chiefs advance, then I'm all in. I'm all in. I'll be locked into the Lions in, in Niners game, and we'll be excited and, and be waiting to find out who the Chiefs are going to play. That's where I hope we're sitting around we're rooting 5. For the Lions, right? I'm hoping around 5.30 Sunday we're all looking ahead to the Super Bowl and, and wondering who the Chiefs are playing. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah, my interest level just goes down so much, and I won't
5: really care. While we're still waiting for Travis Kelsey, um, yeah. on fir- I think it was was the first take? Uh, maybe or it could have been something else. They, they asked, what would be, what's a better story Lamar winning a Super Bowl or the Lions winning a Super Bowl. I think the Lions. Lions the Lions winning the Super Bowl e is, e is the e the, the, the Lions are the biggest.
3: The, it's still a stop of the it, entire it, NFL history. It would be great for
2: Lamar, but it's the Lions. I mean, They've the Ra- the Ravens one. have won a Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, he re- you know somewhat recently. Like,
5: yeah, it's the Lions, not even, Yeah, it's a hundred percent the Lions. It's bigger for the Lamar storyline, like his, his personal storyline, than it is the the league storyline. Is the Lions winning the whole thing for sure? Yeah, absolutely. Which is why I think I I, I just have a I mean. Everybody's got a soft spot for him. Bengals are out, so I'm, and it's not because the lion is also a cat like the Tigers, but I'm going. All, we're all on every the team's lions. a cat. We're on the lions' bandwagon. Plus, I, I have won a lot of money from betting on uh-huh. player props with them th- th- this year. There it is. Uh, David Montgomery helped me get the free wings for a year. Uh, so we're, we're we're riding the lions' train. Wait, right do now. we
3: bet a do we bet a lions thing? when We got you that free jersey when you and I oh. went in on points bet. Was that a lion first touchdown score? That was Amon
5: Ross St. Brown, correct? It was
3: Amon Ross St. Brown. He, he's that's done great. a lot of good. You have had. He's God, done a lot you of have good. had some luck. You know, maybe I'm betting an Amon Ross St. Brown <laughs> first time touchdown scorer. I'll probably get three or four to one on that, I'm guessing. Oh, man. That's good stuff. Um, <laughs> That's so weird. I hadn't thought about that until you just mentioned it, but that is very weird. But, yeah, the Lions are the best story in football. Are you kidding? The Lions? Yeah. The Lions have never won anything, never accomplished anything. The 49ers have had a dynasty run in their history, so it's not them. Even though Brock Purdy is a seventh-round pick, winning a Super Bowl is a very, very good story. I think you rank the story. You know what's funny? It's, God, they all have great stories, don't they? Doesn't always work yeah. that way. I, it's either yeah. Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant wins it, the Detroit Lions, the stock. Patrick Mahomes is a superhuman, he's got yeah. three rings and five, you know, like he's a superhuman, or Lamar Jackson, for all the doubters, goes on. So, no matter what, it's kind of an epic story.
2: One of the Chiefs' top corners, Tripp McDuffie, speaking at the podium right now. What are the
6: challenges you guys are going to face this week, especially with you in the backfield? play the run? Yeah. Um, it's a very disciplined team. You know, going back, watching this film, um, they do a lot of good things. You know, they got dynamic receivers, they got two really good tight ends who can both block and catch. Um, we know about the quarterback, very dynamic. So um, this is definitely a game where your technique, your assignment, everything is gonna have to be very sound. And uh, I feel like Coach Spaggs hit on it a lot, just details, details, details this week. Um, and so going out there and just making sure you do your job at a high level is gonna be huge. And also on my part, just my eyes, you know, being disciplined with my eyes, making sure I rerun, pass, and make sure that I just know my keys on each and every play.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: What do you
2: feel like the the
6: advantage there? What's the edge that you the quarterback in the pocket? Yeah. Um one I think disguise. You know, I think we do a really good job at disguising our blitzes, showing a lot of things where you might not not know who's coming, um, from what side and also I just feel like the speed, you know. I feel like we get to the quarterback really fast. Um and it makes him have to make a quick decision, either throw it, run it, do something with that. So um just the overall just chemistry that we have, um, on the back end, on the front end and just making sure we go out there and do it at a high level. I think it's been huge for us this year.
3: From what you've
6: seen on your film study, what, what did you make of what say, Flowers has been Yeah, I mean, shoot, he's a good player. Um, explosive, really good routes, um, fast, quick dude, knows Lamar Jackson's timing. Um, and one of those guys where no matter what, he's always gonna get, get open, get around on the field. So um, making sure we know where he's at, making sure that you're really disciplined at the line of scrimmage, get hands on them because He's one of those dudes that can make an impact. And as a rookie, I think he's had a really good year so far. And so you got to put respect on him.
7: That's one, I Trent, um, I remember you saying earlier that Miami game you guys played seven, eight different Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, um, it definitely helps being able to go out there and have multiple things you can do. You know, like I always say, we like to not just give the quarterback a clear picture of what's going on. Um, it definitely makes studying and the back pre pre game um, a little tougher because you know we do a lot of things and there's a lot of checks. So um, yeah, you're gonna have to study and work a little bit harder. But um, once you're out there on the field, you can definitely get a feel for what the offense is seeing. Um, what they think we're gonna do, things we do differently. And um, after a while, once you get into the game of things and the flow of the game, I feel like it definitely helps being able to have multiple coverages, multiple defenses, guys moving all around the field. Um, And it just makes it a little more fun. You know, you get to do a little bit different things. You know, I'm at nickel, I'm at corner, I'm at safety. Like I always tell Spags, I love doing that kind of stuff. So I love being in this defense.
2: That's Trent McDuffie. Maybe his first NFL interception could happen in an AFC title game. That'd be quite the story, huh? He doesn't have an interception yet still. He's an all-pro, uh, and he still doesn't have a pick. Right? I haven't missed one, have I? I, don't, I still don't believe he has an interception. Coming up next, though, we'll get to our game predictions, and you'll hear from Chiefs tied in Travis Kelsey.
0: When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go.
2: here on a Red Friday, Cody and Gold. Of course, the drive with CDOT and Rob coming up in 30 minutes. We're going to hear from Travis Kelsey in just a second. Don't forget, we'll still get to our game predictions for the Chiefs and the Ravens presented by T-Mobile. Also, some of our favorite bets. We'll take yours as well. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten on the Jays Southland Toe Service text line. But Travis Kelsey speaking to the media, heading into this one, a chance to continue getting closer and closer to Jerry Rice's postseason records.
4: I say, obviously, you've been no stranger to attention all your career, but I, I you wonder as you look back at the last year, have you felt that intensify in any ways off the field?
7: I mean, obviously, yeah. I mean, I, I'd be silly to say that I didn't notice it go up. Um, I think the Super Bowl helped that, and obviously, um, how I live my my off-field life uh, definitely helps helps out. But um, uh, yeah, you know, I brought this upon myself, and I uh, I do enjoy uh, having fun with it all, and. Um, the biggest thing is making sure my focus is uh, right here in this building. And
4: that's the flip side, I guess, and what what are the challenges to that? Because I imagined, I mean, it, it's just energy and all kinds of things that you have to work out.
7: It's just outside noise, dealing with everyone else's perspective of things. Um, you know, you can, you, you hear the media throughout the year, if we're not having success, uh, you know, maybe throw it out there that, uh, that I would, that I wasn't focused or that the team isn't focused on certain things. and. If you're in this building, you know exactly what's going on. And um, so you got to compartmentalize what you're hearing and, and, and make sure that you're staying on, on task and giving everybody in the, in the building and on that team uh, the right perception when you walk in that building. Just
4: one last thing. I mean, is it sort of thing you and Taylor have talked about, how to deal with that? I mean, is it, you know, how you deal with that? that I mean, right?
7: the only thing we've talked about is as long as we're happy, we can't listen to anything that's outside noise. It's all that matters. You mentioned the outside noise. A lot of talk about you may not have it happy. Uh, just I mean, how does that make you feel? Does that make you go, want to go even harder? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a challenge to find new ways to have success. And I think that's what this year has brought for me is um, that obstacle and, and figuring out figuring out how I can get the best out of myself. How I can figure out how I can get the best out of my teammates. Um, and uh, all, all at the same time, being a great leader, bringing that energy. Uh, showing for the young guys, you know, the type of determined mindset you gotta have week in, week out, um, and you know what, man? I love that challenge. I was uh, talking to my brother the other day on the uh, podcast. It was just there's certain things that give you challenges in life um, that you just got to be appreciative that you're getting tested, you know, because not everybody gets those opportunities, especially when you get to do it with a group of men and women that uh, they can rally together with and uh, and, and really, you know, prove, you, prove to prove yourselves what you're made of through that. Do you find do you find something different in yourself? Have you found something? 1000% and uh, hopefully uh, you'll see that tomorrow or on Sunday.
8: So speaking, really of new can... ways, speaking, of, speaking of finding new ways to have success and taking those challenges head on, has playing on the road actually helped a little bit in terms of the juice, the adrenaline that you feel before you?
7: I'll tell you what, there's nothing like playoff football. You could feel that same energy the week before against Miami at Arrowhead. It's just uh, it doesn't matter who you are, where you play. If you rally together with the, with the men and women that you got in the and the, and the team that you got, um, like I said, you can play anywhere you want to. You got to bring that juice no matter who's in the crowd. It's a
1: little bit sweeter
7: though 70, I don't know. Winning the Arrowhead's pretty damn good, but hopefully, I'll find out on Sunday what it feels like to win the AFC Championship on the road.
4: Well, how important is the playoff experience? Do you
7: feel like? I mean, it's vital. It's vital, but at the same time, uh, you can't depend on it. You just got to be able to. Uh, for the most part, it's just situational awareness, right? It's being big enough for the moment, not letting the moment get too big for you, uh, and just uh, going out there and playing with a certain determined mindset, uh, and not letting any of that clutter get in between. Um, it's, uh, it's definitely a luxury to have it, but at the same time, you can't depend on that kind of stuff.
3: Just considering your relationship off the field, how grateful are you that kind of your football journey brought you
7: and Pat together, and now you've kind of been able to accomplish it? Man, it's been, uh, it's been a hell of a ride up to this point, baby. And uh, I don't feel like getting off the roller coaster anytime soon. But it's definitely, uh, I've been fortunate that that 1 5 has been, that 1 land, 5 landed here. Um, and on top of that, has been willing to grow not only with me, but with Coach Reed and this offense and uh, trying to build this thing to, to where it is today. And um, hopefully we just keep ascending in the direction that we want to go.
8: Yes, how do you
7: Perspective? I ain't thinking about it. a single one I did I already accomplished. I'm thinking about this one on Sunday, and I want it more than I ever wanted one in my life. Why why is that? Just you build it up, you know, the, the different challenges we've had this year, the type of team that we have, the camaraderie we have in that locker room, I want it for the guys next to me. It's um it's a good feeling, but uh but we gotta get we gotta get the job done. Travis speaking of. Um, I think it just it elevates he's um, he's done what I've tried to do year and year out, and I haven't been as successful as he has. But um, answer the bell, answer the challenges that are presented to you and get excited about that. I think that's uh, something that we can all kind of take away from what coach Reed has been as such a great leader to all of us in life. And when I'm speaking for the team that is um, is that he challenges us with the with the right mentality and the right determined mindset week in week out. And um, I haven't found that challenge off the field. I, I only find it every single day I walk into this building. And uh, I think that's one of the things that, that Pat's taken on uh, like, a, like a pro since the minute he was in this building was, all right, I, I'm not playing my first year, but how do I get better? What's that challenge? And then the, it just keeps going up and up and up. And uh, the naysayers can say what they want, but he's playing his best football right now. and You're seeing why he's the best quarterback in the league. You guys
5: have obviously had different teams throughout this big long run. What do you like about this team?
7: What makes this team special? Um, we're resilient. We grew together. You saw this. You saw the struggles. You saw the growth. Um, I think that's what makes us special, but uh, you just come into that locker room, you'll see the chemistry. You'll see how much we want it for the guy next to us, and that's when you know you got a real good team. Well, yeah, nice Have a good one, guys. Thank you.
2: All right, that was Travis Kelsey speaking to the media, and in case you didn't believe you know or or hear what a week or so ago when he was asked about his future he was asked in particular this time about his relationship with Mahomes but then at the end he said I don't feel like really getting off this roller coaster anytime soon to me that's another example for for the Michelle Tafoya comment over the weekend about oh you know maybe I'm hearing he, he might be stepping away
3: um, well that was to me another example of Travis putting that to rest I, I just I mean both Andy and Travis I feel like have verbalized <laughs> their intent to continue playing the sport right, or coaching the sport. So, I, I mean, again, maybe you and I are way off base here, and Nate and Pete <laughs> and a lot of other people who cover the team, and just the national people know something we don't, but there's been, in my opinion, no indication about the case. Is there any chance? I right, had two questions on the Travis Taylor okay. front because he got asked about it. He did. One, yes. any chance he pushed back dates in Tokyo <laughs> in order to go to the Super Bowl? <laughs> if they go.
2: I mean, I can't say 0%. I don't know how that stuff works with concerts. I would say it's still unlikely, but I don't, I don't know how that
3: works with concerts. I don't know either. Backup question. I looked at the dates. She would be free. Would she be on the bus at the parade? Yes. Uh, we've talked about this with our boss.
2: Um, and we're, This we're, city we're, would melt down. We are getting way ahead of ourselves now. I'm just two, asking. two more wins away, uh, huge wins away. Um, but we talked with our boss about this once, and we, we were like, the can the, yeah, can the security element hold up if taylor swift is on a double decker bus going down the parade route with travis kelsey and by the way i've told you i never thought in my career we'd have an opportunity but it would be kind of interesting if we you and i are talking on top of the Weston or wherever we would be on the parade route and we say all right now it's time to go down the stage here's taylor swift like we never have thought that would be something that could be uh in play but maybe I Cody. Have,
3: no i wouldn't have assumed that that was because she would per- would she would i don't think she would perform but it would be hilarious if she did. No, well, I don't think she. Perf- I don't think she just do a song. It'd be hilarious. Though, because that would is it like, not, it's his moment. It's, it's like, not her yeah, moment. Yeah. Then it's like then it's, it's what they're, They accuse her of, which is not true. Which is like stealing yeah. the spotlight away from the, the Chiefs. Dusty asked the question about like would
2: she perform, and no, it was it's cool as that would be. I think you're exactly right. She it, it's now, not her moment. It's his moment. Should we shotgun
5: beers on the top of the bus? Here's what
3: I would think is more likely than that scenario is that instead of you got to fight for your right to Lombardi. He has a song lyric of hers that relates to that moment that he yells from the stage himself. I think he'll just do. Do I the, think that's plausible?
2: I think he'll just do the heart. Sure. I think he'll just do what he did. This is
3: touchdown celebration. Yeah, and that the t-shirts are made this week for him doing the heart to the to the crowd. You know, underrated funny moment of that. We talk all about like Travis and all that stuff. They'd all been drinking and all that stuff when he when he said. Shout out World War One, Like, oh, like when the he, memorial?
1: Yes. And then he's like,
3: he like, shout <laughs> out World War I. You're like, what? <laughs> That's a weird thing to shout uh, out. That's such a great moment. Uh, yeah,
2: I think it was something like, all those people of that memorial, I see you. <laughs> Good stuff. Hopefully we have some moments like that again, but there they're they yeah, a long ways. So that's three weeks away, man. That is three long Gotta weeks away. Got to get past away. this
3: one on Sunday first, which I guess, I guess should not half weeks. do our game prediction. This is as good a time as any.
2: Yeah, game predictions presented by T-Mobile, whether you're home or away. T-Mobile keeps you connected to Chiefs Kingdom all season long. Let's start with, can we start with some prop bets and then get into the final sure. score? Is there anything that's been catching your guys' attention for this game, we talked about a couple earlier in the show. I do really like Noah Gray uh, to go over 10 and a half yards. I know we've, we've fallen into this trap before discussing low numbers. It doesn't guarantee anything, some money off of those. Um, but Noah Gray, he's got over 10 and a half receiving yards, 10 times, excuse me, 12 times, three of the last four games. That fourth game he didn't was week 18 when Blaine Gabbert was quarterback. And he's only had more than three targets twice. So that's the, that's the one concern is you're getting Does a maximum get of three targets, but I feel like when he catches the ball, it's, even if it's one catch, it's like one for eight. So I, I think you can play the over 10 and a half here for Noah Gray. So that's one I like. And then I mentioned Isaiah Pacheco. Combination, rush, receiving yards, 86 and a half. Like the over, he's got over that six of the past seven.
3: I don't mind that. Again, I I don't think I would do the carries thing just because I don't, Yeah. you know, sometimes it's just because you and I both won money on it last week. I don't really want to well, go I'm back to Well, i not going to back well. to the
2: well. No, 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 no. And he
3: did miss practice a little bit um this week. So, uh, you know, I I probably just don't want to run back that risk or take those chances on him. I don't mind Noah Gray. I don't mind MVS. I like I think that yeah. I think that this is a lot like any other week where pick your poison. Choose the receiver with the low total. Choose the guy you think is the case, and then go there. Like, I'll tell you this much. I like just the spread. On DraftKings right now, you can get the Chiefs plus four. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is 9-1-1, or I guess 10-1-1. That was the stat before last week. It's right? 9-1-1. Oh, 9-1-1. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So maybe it's 8-1-1 when he is an underdog. They're giving the man four points. You and I have both said that I don't think that that's going to be the case um, any other time. So I think that that's there. And then I like... I like Isaiah Pacheco's in any time touchdown score. I get him as a slightly yeah. better number than Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey's plus one fifteen. He scores in the end, you know, he scores in the playoffs all the time. But Isaiah Pacheco plus one twenty five anytime. I'd be tempted. I don't do a lot of first touchdown score bets. I'd be tempted for him for that one. Like they're plus yeah. eight hundred. I get a I get eight to one on him getting in the end zone first. I think they're gonna hand the ball off a lot. And the Ravens do the same thing as the Chiefs. So I mean, the Ravens get the ball, they're not gonna hold on to it. Correct. Right. You don't. You don't think the Ravens are getting the ball first, no matter what. Let me put it that way. Because if the Ravens were a team that might keep the ball sometimes, well, then if the Chiefs win the toss, they're kicking it. They're they're kicking it to the Ravens. And if the Ravens win the toss, maybe they're going to keep it themselves. No, they defer every time, just like the Chiefs. So. 50-50 shot. The Chiefs had the ball first. I like Isaiah Pacheco's a first touchdown. I like him anytime, but I might be tempted by a first be, touchdown.
5: I'll be the guy to do the Ravens prop then. I'll go to the other Isaiah. Isaiah likely's over under is at twenty one and a half receiving. I mean, I know I know That's it's tricky. He'd hit that in every game, probably, since he's been starting for Andrews. Mark Andrews is at thirty four and a half on DraftKings. Yeah, it's just
2: tricky. We don't know how many snaps Mark Andrews is getting. I mean, it's definitely a dice roll. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely a dice roll. I don't hate it. But it's just a little risky because we don't know his role. I, t- I already mentioned earlier on the Raven side, if you do want to know, uh, I do like Justin Matabuke to, to uh, Matabuke to get a sack. It's plus 15. He's got 13 on the season. Allegretti might be filling in Baltimore tops in the league in sacks. So I don't hate that from a plus money we'll uh, say this, perspective. I'm looking at Zay Flowers under, but I
3: probably like that too. He, he You know, I, whoever your leading wide receiver is, I like the under. Does Beckham count as the one though? He has five catches in his last four games. But no, I'm just how asking you. How do we determine that when we talk about shutting down once? Who's to me, the one? The more threatening wide receiver. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. has only got a handful of catches in so the last asking, month. Yeah. Uh, Zay? So for me, I, I, Zay's the guy they try to shut down in this scenario. So his becomes okay. the under eye light. Like. Because the Chiefs are
2: uh, basically like 24th in the league when it comes to DVOA against number two receivers. That's why I'm asking. Like, who do we count as the two? Because the ones we know they shut down. Sometimes sure. there's an opportunity. Nelson for, Aguilar would be. Like he, Rashad Bateman getting... might actually have the bet. Yeah. Rashad Bateman might actually be the best wide receiver bet for the Ravens. He's like their third receiver. Fine. He's yeah, a 20 him. and a half
3: on draft yeah. If you're taking his over, whatever. But I'm not taking whoever they decide to lock, lock down. In my case, Yeah. I think it's a flowers like Odell Beckham Jr. has got a h- hell of a career or whatever, but he's not the wide receiver. I'm trying to shut down if I'm the chiefs.
2: Just uh, you mentioned MVS earlier. Just so for people, listen if they were curious, 15 and a half receiving yards, he's gone over that 10 times for the last seven. He's gone
3: over that 10 times. Yeah.
2: If I counted correctly,
5: one of the that times was, like, was when I bet him after he, Cody, you won so many times. I was like, I, you know what? I, I'm hammering MVS and won, then he didn't get it. I literally won three times in a row. and I'm like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> it was a good run. We had
3: a good run in the I DS. carried the
5: torch and we lost. I
3: can't. I can't keep that. The thing with forever. him, the reason why that's not—I
2: don't hate it—is, uh, and I on that betting show I gave it out is just he gets two catches. Usually they're down the field. Again, we go back to the same argument as we had earlier yeah. in the season. But one catch. They're, they're usually not
3: work. one catch for four yards. No, he's usually, not McCall, he, right? He's mm-hmm. usually past the sticks. If you're betting McCole Hardman, bet the the catches. You can get plus money on over one and a half catches. Go that way <laughs> instead. Oh yeah. And just assume even if they're for negative ten uh, yards, uh, he's yeah. gotten the ball a couple of times. Problem yeah. is, this is just as likely to be a handoff as a catch. But
2: or a little one of those touch passes that counts the pass. Well, just when it they does. just
3: flick it forward, it's a pass. It, it well, does.
2: That's what that's what they've done a few times. Okay, those are some props. Let's continue our game picks presented by T-Mobile. How does the game itself play out? You already mentioned the spread, and I'm, and I'm with you from a betting angle. I like the Chiefs to cover the four. How do you actually see – I'll let you start this time, Drew. How do you see Chiefs-Ravens going? And the, the, these are actual
5: pictures. You just want to talk actual about picks. how the game's going. Actu- well, well, yeah. I, with, I, I who's am, winning? Yeah, yeah. I, I am really intrigued to see how the linebacker cores do. I know that we're talking about the pass rush, but in terms of how the Ravens decide to guard Travis Kelsey, Patrick Queen is going to be on him, I think, at some point in this game. How well did they take advantage of that? How well, likewise, can the Chiefs defend Isaiah likely, Mark Andrews, and limit those guys? Uh, that's an underrated part of it. Um, I, I hate having to having to pick one of these teams. I'll be totally honest that's with you. why I made you, you go first. Um, but the Ravens fans, they don't like the Bengals fans. They booed oh, Joe Burrow. Oh. They chanted oh, F wow. Joe Burrow after his hand exploded in that game where they were going to lose, but they didn't because Joe got hurt. So, as a result, I am saying, as well as other people in Bengals Nation, go Chiefs. The Chiefs wow. are going to win this game. It is going to be 24-21. Harrison Bucker kicks a field goal to win it. In... Over the all-pro kicker, Justin Over Tucker. You the know, all-pro kicker, Justin Tucker. And that is how the Chiefs are going to go to the Super Bowl.
2: Nobody will do will complain if that is the result look so I, I think it's a lower scoring game we've been talking about it all week uh, the total for the game is 44 and a half these are the two top defenses in football I don't think that's changing suddenly that both defenses are going to have a rough day no I, I think these defenses will play at the same level they played much of this season that includes the Chiefs and what the Ravens have, have been able to do I, I think the Joe Tooney absence will be key if you think uh, that the Chiefs are able to actually pass the ball consistently giving Patrick Mahomes time but long story short Low scoring game, 17 14, a de- quote unquote defensive struggle for much of this game. 17 14 Chiefs win and, and head to the Super Bowl. Okay,
3: my brain says Ravens. I'll be honest. Okay. Yeah. I, just, I think they're the better team, but I was trying to decide. like, homes. When I was thinking about it all week, I was trying to decide when I was like, hey, when I'm going to make my prediction, like, I don't need to make, I don't need to choose a Chiefs just for in Kansas City. If I really think the Ravens are going to win it, then I should choose them. But then I was going back and forth. I'm like, what do I actually think ends up making the difference in this game? Because I think it's close either way. And I've already told you about the element that is, well, the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes and the Ravens don't. So I have to factor that in. But something else caught my eye when I was really on the fence all week that really stood out to me that I hadn't thought about that I think actually makes me flip my vote to the Chiefs, which is the last time I watched Chris Jones play for a million dollars, I watched a person more motivated than I've ever seen to get a sack. Chris Jones gets a million dollars if he wins, if he goes to the Super Bowl. And the last time I watched it, he was a force to be absolute reckoned with. And if I'm going to try to decide, and I know that I got Patrick Mahomes and the most motivated version of Chris Jones I can get, it's enough for me to think the Chiefs are going to win. So call us homers if you want. When eventually Dusty puts out his predictions for everything we scored, I'll take the Chiefs 20 to 17. I also do not think it's high scoring. I obviously think there'll be field goals kicked in this game, and this is the league's two of the best defenses. But when I got those two things on my side, that's enough for me to be like, you know what? The Chiefs are sometimes just a team of destiny who win games where the other team is more talented. So I'll take them to win it.
2: Patch Mahomes is in is in the same path as Tom Brady. Sometimes you can't explain it fully. How a guy ended up winning a football game going into it. You're like, how? there's no way they should win this
5: game. There is going to be part of me, though. Even like when, when the Chiefs win, I'll be, yes, thank goodness the Ravens didn't win. But it's like, really? Really? They're, 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 uh, the, that, that's the Bengals Drew. fan of me.
3: Really? We're mm. doing you're, this again? You're, mm. you're cursed if you do or don't from know who you're rooting for on the AFC side. That's the why it's miserable not being in the playoffs, isn't it? It's miserable not being in the postseason. It, it could have been worse. You could have had your heart ripped out John Wick style like, you know, last week. Patrick Mahomes did to Josh Allen last week. You could have been in that position. I mean, he did last year.
5: Yeah, but, you know. Is that, is that how you guys and felt when Joe Burrow came into to Arrowhead? Oh, oh, it was a tough loss. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it oh, it out. sucked.
2: Yeah. Now the difference is there's some rings in your back pocket, so does not sting quite as True. bad? Because you no. know you'll be back the next year probably.
3: Um, but yes, versus Cincinnati when you have zero rings in your entire franchise's right. history. But no,
2: I don't like if the well, Chiefs. Yeah. Look, don't get me wrong. If the Chiefs lose to the Ravens. This city is going to be depressed on Monday, as it should be, and it's a bummer. Your team was that close again, all that. No doubt. I'm not going to tell you people are going to be like, oh, yeah, no big deal. No, it will be a bummer on Monday's show, and that will
5: suck and all that. Um, No, absolutely. What would be worse? Uh, Lamar Jackson has to go for, you know, like a fourth and 10 to extend the game, throws a pick, or Justin Tucker misses a 50-yard field goal. To lose. For well, them, it's got to be Tucker. That's their boy. If it's yeah. 23 Tucker, 24, the, Chiefs would, be, the and,
2: Chiefs would be just living right if Tucker missed a field goal in this game. He's missed more this year than Harrison Butker, but and still, got the all-pro list. If, it if would be kind of sweet he's still He still is incredible. If it's
5: 23-21 yeah. and the Ravens have a 50-yard field goal to win it and he misses... That would be uh, be
2: pretty be glorious. I
5: don't care how they get it done, though. Drew, no, I don't care how lucky it we, seems. The
8: minute the playoffs started, we
2: brought this up. The week of, I said, no matter how the bad the, just, I don't care. It doesn't matter yeah, how they win. The Not at all. It does. They can win ten to seven. I don't care. They they could play terrible for the first time all year on defense and win. It doesn't matter. They could have four turnovers, but they won. It doesn't matter. I don't think they can win with four turnovers. But it really doesn't matter. Just win. Uh, Just win. So next week, we're talking about the Chiefs going to Las Vegas. We'll be gearing up for a Super Bowl trip. That's the plan. That's the plan come Monday and Sunday afternoon. Hope everybody has a fantastic weekend. Enjoy your Friday. The drive's got plenty more for you coming up. Dusty will have you on Sunday. Plenty of pregame coverage. As you said, we'll be calling into his show, giving our predictions again. For some of you, no score changes. Keeping an eye on both of you. No score changes. Uh Come Sunday,
3: same score. Sometimes I forget. (laughs) You
2: just forgot the score you gave out.
3: (laughs) Sometimes by Sunday, I forget. I'm like, oh, man, what score did I say? say I'm going to think think about (laughs) it again.
5: And Cody's
0: saying, there's going to be field goals kicked. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Uh 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 So I might switch it up a little bit. All right, we'll talk to you guys on Monday.